Assalamu alaikum dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. وكرهت أن يطلع أن يطلع عليه الناس رواه مسلم وعن وابسة المعبد رضي الله تعالى عنه قال أتيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال جئت تسأل عن البر قلت نعم قال استفت قلبك البر مطمأن له النفس وطمأن للقلب والإثم ما حاك في النفس وتردد في الصدر وإن أفتاك الناس وأفتوك نواس مسمع رض الله تعالى سيد ذات الله مسجد الله سمسر البر حسن القلوب Bir, no doubt, really one of those important words in Arabic language, which is really very difficult to translate. But bir basically means obedience with full loyalty and the love. That bir means. So, no, obedience of Allah Taala. when we love, you love him and you are in full loyalty to him. Like for example, many, many of us, we follow, you know, traffic rules. So when there is green light, then we move. When the red light, we stop. But sometimes we annoy, we hate the whole system. Sometimes we curse, that's why it is green or something like that. But as long as you follow the system, then you know it's fine. You know nothing will happen. But if you don't follow the system, then the state can interfere. But if you hate the system, don't nobody will say anything. As long as you follow the system. But this is not the case with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You have to obey Him. You have to follow His command, and you must love that command. You must love Him, and you must have full loyalty. That is the bir. So it is not enough for the believers to obey the command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. It is obligatory on the believers. They must obey Him, and they must love Him. And they must have full loyalty with him, so they don't they hate his enemies. Anybody who is hated by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we hate them. And anybody who is loved by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we love them. Full loyalty to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So al birr husnul khuluk. Birr basically is good character, no doubt. Because it's what I'm emphasizing. So one of the important aspect of the birr is that people must have good character. So what good character basically means? I explained, you know, uh, before that. Good character basically means that you know you make yourself easier. Humility, you be humble, fear of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and when anybody harms you, tolerate you. You have been a full patience and full sabr. So, bir is good character. Wal ithmu ma haka fi nafsika wa karhat an yatali alaihi nas. And ithm is haka means taraddada. Means ithm is sin is anything that basically you know moves in your heart, you know wavers your heart. You don't know really whether right or not. It makes you to think, make you to worry, and you don't like people to see it. So that is no doubt. Really, society keep changing. In our time, really, many of those things which were used to be evil, and people did not like anybody to see them. Everybody now doing openly. Now, good, you know, good deeds have become really bad, and bad deeds have become, you know, good. So this is a different society. But otherwise, in in normal society, anything that people don't want, you know, any other person to to see and to be aware of that, that is sin. And it's explained for by another hadith. Wa bissaib na maqdar the Allah Taala said. I came to Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to me, "You have come to ask me about bir." I said, "Yes." He said, "Bir is istafte qalbak, ask your heart. Bir is whatever you know your nafs, your soul is content with, and your heart accept it. And this means something which basically wavers in your heart and in your 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 chest. So even if the people give you fatwa, don't accept that. Understand this thing properly. You want what meaning it is?" There are people who are pious people. Like those who are asking the question, they are pious people. Companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
تو پیپل ہو ہیو ریچ ان دا پائٹی دیٹ لیول تو ان اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ بیسکلی میکس اے پروف فار دیم تو اف سم تھنگ از ناٹ ایکسیپٹ ان دیر ہارٹ دیر مسٹ بی سم تھنگ رانگ ان دیٹ اینڈ وین دے لائک سم تھنگ اٹ مسٹ بی گڈ بیکاز اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ میکس دیر ہارٹ سو پیور نیچرلی تو دیٹ ریئلی کین فیل دیٹ سو وین ایور پیپل لو لائک دیٹ پیورٹی آف دا ہارٹ اینڈ آل دوز تھنگ وین دے فیل سم تھنگ ایزی دیٹ از گڈ دیر ہارٹ از ہیپی اف دیر ہارٹ فیل سم تھنگ سم تھنگ رانگ دین دیر شوڈ بی پرابلم ایون اف سم پیپل گی فتوا پیپل شوڈ ناٹ ایکسیپٹ This is actually of the people of the party of that level. But otherwise, for the common people, this is not the case. It is not that, you know, you come to Mufti and ask him question, question and he answer fatwa, then you say, no, my, my mind doesn't mind. You know, I don't like, you know, my heart is not happy. Your heart doesn't mean anything. What matters actually is the fatwa of the Mufti. You have to ask fatwa and, and follow it because your heart is not pure. You have not reached that stage. So if people start using their heart and say this hadith, this hadith is for the people who have reached that stage, pure heart. If your heart is not pure, it can, does not know. Because your heart can actually understand wrong things as good as good and good as bad. It is not pure heart. To understand this thing very clearly because many people have got this fitna. Many people are very often they say, no, no, my heart does not accept. Acceptance of the heart is not a proof. What proof is the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam and opinions of the expert people. And once you have reached the state of the purity and you can really see and people can see that that, that happening from you, then no doubt really, you know, whenever a heart of the believers and pious people, they feel something, so, you know, that, that actually is important thing. But mostly people should listen to the muftis, to the ulama, to the scholars. And one more thing about good character really, because, you know, there, it is very important, I can, really can see there are many, you know, among us, many young Muslims, they are very keen for the prayer, for learning, but people don't improve their character. And I really, uh, many, many people complain to me and mention to me many, many people about their friends and also many women, they complain about their husbands that how bad the people are with their friends and how bad the people are with their, with their wives. This is really very bad. Bad character is very, very bad. If you really do the prayers and fasting and you do any wrongdoing in your house, you wrong your women, you do not treat them properly, you are arrogant with them and uh, you know, don't, don't do injustice, basically you don't get reward. Every time you zulm, rewards of your good deeds are transferred to these people. Whenever people do any wrongdoing, you are doing, going to the mosque, doing the prayer, and the reward of the prayer goes to someone else, to those who you hate. This is very, very bad, really. People must make effort to make their character good. They must make themselves nicer. They must tolerate the people. They must make effort not to hurt anybody, not to harm anybody. You know, all the time, you know, making your tongue in a way that you're hurting anybody and harming the people with your body is very bad. With your tongue and with your body, very, very bad. That's why one of the hadith of the Prophet is from Abu Huraira said, Allah the Messenger said, Akmalul mu'minin ahsanum khuluqa. The more comp- most complete believers are those who are the best in character. And the Tirmidhi uh, uh, narrates also from Abu Huraira uh, what is the most important thing that make people to intend to paradise? Allah the Messenger said, Allah's fear and good character. To make you improve your good character. A good character basically means humility, that you are humble and fear of Allah. Never be arrogant. And if somebody says some, against you something, think maybe you have got that thing. So don't be annoyed. So this is very, very important. Arrogance actually is the, no doubt really, the real reason behind many, many of bad manners and bad characters. Tirmidhi says about the hadith of Hassan Ravainah of Musnad al-Imamayn, Ahmed al-Hanbal, and Dharamiyya, by Isnad al-Hassanad, I mentioned the beginning, 
So there are seven hadith in Tirmidhi about which people say it is not Sahih, only Hassan. This is one of them. It is only Hassan, it is not Sahih. Al-Hadith al-Thamin wal-Ashroon, 28. Al-Abi Najih and Al-Ibad ibn Sariya, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, wa'adana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma'idatan, wajilat minhal qulub, wadharafat minhal uyun, faqulna ya Rasulullah ka'annaha ma'idah, ma'idatun muwadda'in, fa'awsina, qala usikum bitaqwa Allah azza wa jal, والسمعي والطاعة وإن تأمر عليكم عبد حبشي وإن تأمر عليكم عبد وإن تأمر عليكم عبد فإنه من يعيش منكم فسيرى اختلافا كثيرا فعليكم بالسنة وسنة الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين عضوا عليها بالنواجد وإياكم ومحدثات الأمور فإن كل محدث بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار رواه ابو داود الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح عباد بصاريه الله نرس درس ونس ذا بروفيت صلى الله عليه وسلم جيف ا سيرمن تو اس ا سيرمن فور ويش ذا هارتس اوف ذا بيبل بيكام فول اوف ذا فير اند ذا ايز ان بيكام فول اوف ذا تيرز نو داوت سم تايم سم بيبل ار جود سبيكرز اند دي ميك بيبل كراي اند ذا بروفيت صلى الله عليه وسلم اكشلي نو داوت هاز ذا بيست كواليتي اوف اوف جود سبيكينج اني وي ايفن ليتر بيبل لايك ان جوزي رحمه الله تعالى He was good wahid, and when he used to preach, and you know, people in the majlis, they used to cry and weep, and sometimes hundreds of the people become Muslim at his hand, and sometimes you know, many, many people used to repent and, you know, and ask Allah to forgive. He really was very successful. So the Allah's Messenger once gave a sermon, and it really very frightened. The people started, you know, the heart became full of the fear, and eyes became full of the tears. We said, oh Allah's Messenger, it seems to us that this is your last sermon. It is the farewell sermon, you know, the way you are saying. For our sinna, you know, advice us something more. Really, these advice are amazing advice. He said, I advise you to fear Allah alone. That is the key thing, really. And the, I know I keep repeating the thing, but learn this thing. That the religion basically is taqwa. If people don't have taqwa, they don't have religion. You know, keep discussing all the issues of the fiqh and whatever you discuss, all aqidah, everything. But if you don't have taqwa, you don't have a religion. Religion basically summarized in this word, taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is a fear that which makes you to follow his commands and to avoid, avoid anything that taqwa is. And Allah, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, very often used to start the sermon with this word. So he said, I, 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 may, I advise you to have taqwa of Allah Azza wa Jal. That you listen and obey the people who are appointed as you, upon you, as the mere and leader. وَإِن تَعَمَّرَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَبْدٌ Even if a slave becomes your Amir, your commander, you must listen to him, must obey him. فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ Because among you, those who live longer after me, they will see many differences. If people don't listen to the ruler, don't obey them, there's no doubt really that there will be everybody is going here and there. But meaning of this, no doubt really is those rulers who follow the command of Allah and Messenger, you know, implement the Quran mostly, uh, you know, there are so many discussions in this matter, I don't want uh, uh, to start uh, those things. But keep in mind, when the rulers have knowledge and they're pious, or at least they listen to the ulama, and then after that they command some, something, then it becomes obligatory for the people to listen to them. But if they command something which is not really so important, so, you know, and they're not so religious, but if you think if you disobey them, it will create more disorder in the society and problem, then the ulama advise that, you know, keeping the society in the order, uh, in the peace is more and more important. But anyway, for all these matters, uh, 
you know, people, have, people must consult the scholars and ulama of their time and wherever they live because they know the situation and condition better how to be fatwa. You must hold fast my sunnah. Because when the differences happen, people must come to the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sometimes what will happen actually, the details that you are, we are looking for, we don't find in the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then come to the Khulafa Rashidun. Those Khulafa who are Rashidun, rightly guided, Mahdiyin, guided by Allah then follow their sunnah. Because their sunnah is extension of the sunnah of the Prophet Khulafa Rashidun never invent anything in the religion. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman Ali, and even Umar ibn Razid, these five people, whatever you get from them, follow them, because their sunnah is extension of the sunnah of the Prophet So there are some details the Prophet could not do, but these people have done. Like for example, you can see Taraweeh prayer. The Prophet wanted to do Qiyamul Layl in Ramadan more than Tahajj's prayer. He did two days, but then he had fear that you know, if he continues doing, maybe Allah you know, likes it and, uh, and then he makes it obligatory on the believers. So he did not like to have more further for his community to stop it. In the time of Khulafa Abu Bakr Siddiq, there was not enough time because there was war and fighting and all those things. And he spent his time to establish Islam properly. When the time of Umar came, then he has time. So he saw people who are doing night prayers in the masjid, everybody their own. So he asked them to pray behind one imam. So that was the live prayer started. So this is not something new in Islam, it is not bid'ah. It is actually extension of the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi So any sunnah which is coming from Allah, from Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi or from any Khalifa, Abu Bakr Umar Uthman Ali, Umar ibn Abdulaziz Rahimullah Ta'ala, anything comes from them and it does not go against the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu we accept them. Because these sunnahs, their extension of the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hold are them fast. Nawajid, they say, are the sharp teeth. So when you hold something with the sharp teeth, so you know, it becomes very strong. So you, know, you hold fast all the sunnah. And save yourself, you know, and guard yourself against all the, those matters which are invented in the religion. Everything that is invented new in the religion, it is bid'ah. And every bid'ah, it is an error. And every error that is in the, in the fire. So people actually must be very clear about this matter. You know, any new thing, and the Prophet said himself, Hadith in Malik, I have left among you two things. If you hold them fast, you never can be misled. Allah's book and the Sunnah of his messenger. And Quran says, Don't follow the path of the people. You know, anybody, your shaykh, your teacher, you know, follow the path of Allah Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Anybody else, you can find excuse for them. But any path which comes from anybody else, make the person very pious. But don't follow, because if everybody starts following the pious people of their own time and their sunnah, in Islam will come actually so many Islams. You know, Islam of India, Islam of Egypt, Islam of Saudi Arabia, so many Islams. Everybody must come back to Allah Allah's Messenger and the Khulafa Rashidun. Imam Sufyan says, Sufyan Thawri says, Bida'a is more beloved to Iblis than the sin. Because ma'asiyya, disobedient sin, people can repent from that. But bid'a, nobody repents from that. 
فضيل من عياد رحمه الله سيد من أحب صاحب بدعة أحبط الله عمله anybody who loves any man of the bid'ah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes all his actions or deeds وأخرج نور الإسلام من قلبه and takes out the light of Islam from his heart one of the people you know of the great teacher of hadith Abdulaziz al-Darabadli رحمه الله تعالى you know he's a muhadith and his hadith are in Sunan from Kufa but he has got a bid'ah he had a, he had a you know irja and and it was no doubt really one of the bid'ah in Islam a very pious person but this this mistake was there and Abdulaziz died in Makkah al-Mukarrama and the people wanted to bury him there and they had his funeral in in the Masjid al-Haram in the Masjid al-Haram his funeral and the janaza and people are standing in the rows to to, to do the prayer then the saw Sufyan Thawri rahmatullah coming. So people become very happy that Sufyan Thawri is coming, so he will lead the prayer. So people said, Jaa, Jaa Thawri, Jaa Thawri, Thawri has come, Thawri has come. But what Thawri did, he came between the rows and rows, rows, and then he left cross and, and, and left the janaza. Then after the janaza, people said to him that when you came, we are thinking that you are going to lead the prayer. But what happened? You left the prayer, you did not lead. Sufyan Thawri rahmatullah said, I can pray for any Muslim who is worse than Abdulaziz Darawardi. For any believer, I, I, I don't mind to pray, but I did not pray for him to tell people that his bidah is something which ulama don't like. Just to tell people this thing. So that is very important. Understand this thing properly. We don't say that we don't pray janada for those people. But ulama must make point that bidah should be hated. If ulama make you know, compromise with the bidah and don't tell how many people you know. So we don't want to create problem with them in the society. But at the same time, ulama should make clear to the people the so and so people, what are they doing? You know, it is bidah. It, it is not allowed in Islam. But at the same time, for the unity of Islam and Muslim, you know, we don't raise this question. But bidah and sunnah, they must be very, very clear. And I read to you now uh, one of the saying of Abdul Qadir Jilani, because many of the people of bidah in our time, they always refer to Abdul Qadir Jilani. And now see what he said. Abdul Qadir Jilani, said, فعل المؤمنين إن يرسل غنية الطالبين one of the book that all the people of the بدع they like very much he said فعل المؤمن اتباع السنة والجماعة the action of the believer is to follow the سنة and follow the جماعة فالسنة ما سنه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سنة إذا سنة that is done by Allah the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم والجماعة متفق عليه أصحاب رضي الله عنهم في خلافة الأئمة الأربعة الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين رضي الله عنهم جماعيز what is agreed upon by the companions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم during the خلافة of أبو بكر عمر أثمان علي وأن لا يكاتر أهل البدع ولا يدانيهم ولا يسلم عليهم and one should not increase the number of the people of bid'ah what means increase means when they do some bid'ah don't join them the number will decrease for example if they celebrate Milad al-Nabi are you saying, oh no, I'm not coming for Bidha, but I want to listen to the speech. You are getting sin because you are increasing their number. So don't increase the number. So he said, وَاللَّا Don't increase their number. وَلَيُدَانِيهِمْ And don't come nearer to them. وَلَيُسَلِّمُ عَلَيْهِمْ And don't say salam to them. This is what said by Abdul Qadir Rahmanullah that one should not increase the number of the people of Bidha. One should not be nearer to the people of Bidha. And one should not say salam to those people. And one of the great teachers of India, Mona, Rashid Ahmed Gangoi Rahmanullah Ta'ala you know he was from Gangoi and in Gangoi before him there was a big Sufi Shaykh his name was Shaykh Abdul Quddus Gangoi Rahmanullah Ta'ala and his shrine is there so people of the Bidah in India they come every year in what they call Urs in the celebration of his death people come there and stay there for a few days dancing and music and 
Asida, Burda, and all those things, they keep reading, you know, this going on. So in those days, in the beginning, Mawla uh, Gangohi, Rahmullah, he used to leave his town, go somewhere else. But later on, he used to stay, but what he did, he asked all his followers and disciples and students, in those days, nobody should, should come to my town, nobody should come to see me. So one day, one of the disciples, he has written, that I didn't know this, 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 uh, this date. Uh, it came to my mind to come and to see my sheikh. So I came and that was the day when people are coming there for bidah and celebration of the Urs. But I didn't know that. I, I just came to see him. So I came there and I said to salam to, to Mawla Gangohi and he covered his face. So I was thinking what, what went wrong with me that you know he's so unhappy with me. Then I went for the prayer, came again say salam. He again covered my, his face. Few, three, four times again covering the face. So I said to him that you know you know, you know, uh, you know tell, tell me because you know it is something killing me that you are unhappy with me. Tell me wh what went wrong from me. So he said, you are asking what went wrong? Didn't you come in a time when people were doing this bidah? So he said, but I never knew this. And I never intended to, to be part of them. I just have come to see you. So he said, don't you think that you are coming is increasing the number of the people? And the prophets did not like even to increase the number of the other uh, uh, of the bidah? This is how the people used to teach really. You know, it is not that you don't do bidah. You are also not allowed to increase their number. They should not feel that, you know, there are so many people doing the same thing. You should not do that. People should not do, commit, do any bidah. People should not increase the number of the people of the bidah. People should not be nearer to them. And people actually should avoid salam if it can be. Otherwise, if you can see for the interest of Muslim, Muslim community, there is a need for other issues. Yeah, keep united, keep united. But keep teaching these things. In the classroom, people must make sunnah and bidah very clear. Maybe in the public sermons, we don't say these things for many reasons. But in the classroom, teachers must teach people what sunnah means and what bidah means. Because bidah, when it comes, it destroys the whole religion. It seems to me that uh, when in the hadith, uh, previous hadith, when Khulafa or Rashidin were mentioned uh, in the Madhya, I mean, did the Prophet mention specifically uh, Abu Bakr and Omar, or is it more general? No, the words of you are general, that anybody who's guided Khalifa, but you know, the consensus of the Ummah has been, the most people of the, uh, most scholars of the Ummah, they say Khulafa basically are these four people, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali. And then some later people like Imam Shafi, Rahmullah, even people before that, they added one more, Umar ibn Abdul Rahmullah Ta'ala. So you know, it is more general, maybe in the day, in future, anybody else comes who come like, like them. But up to now, actually, people say Khulafa Rashidun are actually these five people, four or five people, that they are the Khulafa Rashidun. After that, actually become more Mulukiya kingdom in Islam, they're not Khilafa. Umar ibn Aziz is the one who made effort to make it again like Khilafa Rashida. No, 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 not leaders, because these people, they have the full leadership of Islam. They are expert of the Islamic law, they are ulama, and they are aima, they are rulers. They, they have full, you know, uh, uh, capacity of, of leadership. Ulama, ulama don't have power. These people, they have knowledge and piety and power. So their leadership is the proper leadership. Um, your uh, comments are a bit like actually, um, it's actually really very, very scary. There's one question that sprung to my mind. I'm not a good place on Tariqa's system. Um, the best one, what? Tariqa. Tariqa, okay. Um, where kind of fire is taken. Mm -hmm, yeah. Where does that stand today? Yeah. You 
you know, in, in, uh, no doubt really in the, from the second century of Islam, uh, what happened actually is uh, because of the wealth and the money and corruption in the Muslim society, you know, in part of the, so, so there have been some, uh, you know, pious people in Islam, they basically wanted to have a life of piety on the corner of the city sometime. So they are more concerned what they have also knowledge, you know, ilm, concentration on the ibadah and the zuhna taqwa and, you know, and, uh, you know, they basically serve Islam, do, do so many things. But what actually happened later on, it became like a school. Like basically you can see institution and people named it tasawuf or tariqah and whatever and you know the famous and in the 6th century, 7th century all these famous turuk cave they are not from early period like you know people who follow Abdul Qadir Jinani so this called Qadriya Silsila then Qadriya Silsila became divided into so many Rafi'iyya, Rifa'iyya and Shadiliyya and many others and then in India we have got Chishtiyya and Qadriya and Suhrawardiyya and Shattariyya I know many many of the Naqshbandiyya you know this many people who in this sira have been many of them are ulama they are ulama they have knowledge but at the same time they are concerned on the spirituality and you know taqwa and piety and many of them have emphasizing that come back to sunnah either the qajinani says come back to sunnah to anybody who has got many of this turuk and tasawuf and tasawuf if those people they depend on the quran and sunnah either actually junaid baghdadi used to say that our tariqah is supported by the quran and sunnah if people, if anything from against quran and sunnah we don't accept that Similarly, one of the great uh, Sufi Shaykh of India, Mawlana Siruddin Chiraghdiri, Rahmullah Ta'ala, who was the Khalifa of Nizamdina Awliya, Rahmullah Ta'ala, he said that uh, Dalil as Kitab wa Sunnat mi Bayad. Dalil as Kitab wa Sunnat mi Bayad, Mashrabe Peer Hujjat Nami Bashad. He said the, uh, the proof must come from the Quran and Sunnah, the way of the Shaykh and the way of the Sufi master never can be proof. He is one of the great leaders of the Shishti order in India. He is the Khalifa of, of Nizam Awliya. Everybody knows him. Nasruddin Shirak Dehri, he died in the year 754-55 in India. And he said that Mashrab Peer Hujjat Namish Shabad. The way of the Peer, the way of the Shaykh, never can be proof. Dalil as Kitab or Sunnat Mibayad, Dalil must come from Kitab and Sunnah. So all the good people among the Sufis, they always have been emphasizing. But anyway, besides that, there always have been people who make it more institutionalized and, you know, with bay'ah and then more than that certain ways, a certain uh, practices. And those practices, sometimes they become more and more important. So basically, the Saud became like an identity and belonging. And there are many, many bidahs actually committed by many, many Sufis. And actually, if you come to India and Pakistan and Bangladesh, if you go to any of these shrines, you will hate it. You will never can make any difference between them and between Hindus. If you come to any of those shrines, the way people do all the things really, it is sim so similar. And I really, I know so many secrets. If I tell you really, people will hate. But one thing I must tell because people know what's happening. You know, many of these shrines, they basically, zena is happening there. It is centers of zena in many of these shrines. That's what people do. And one of the khanqa in Lucknow, where I'm coming, I was in Lucknow, you know, Shah Mina's khanqa is very famous. What people, many young people do, used to go there. So I asked people why people are almost in such a big number. So that's what actually happening is they have qawwali. Qawwali means singing of the you know, songs in Persian Urdu language. And then after the Sufi way is when the you know, songs are sung, then they say we are now in wajd. Wajd means they don't control themselves. They fall down and they become unconscious, this and that. So what these shrines they do, when they, they every week, when they do their, their, their sama'a or you know, their qawwali or their, their singing, so they hire some young girls. So what happened then the song, when song is sung, so these young girls, they pretend that they have got wajd. And when they fall down, the parts of their body is uncovered. To, to look at them, such a big crowd comes there. And now people think actually such a big crowd there. So many of these things, they have been invented really. And whenever bidah comes, sunnah goes. 
these people are really any to many of these turuk and many of the south way he basically have bida they know where to follow them though nevertheless i know also in india there have been many many planners in many parts of the world there are those sufis who insist on the piety and the purity and they follow this properly like shaykh rasul nabi rahmatullah ta my teacher and also many people from in deoband like maulana gangohi maulana ashrafi thani rahmatullah taala and many other people they reformed the tasawuf so much and they really insisted that it must be coming from the quran sunnah and maulana gangohi was so strict about this matter that his shaykh haji imdadullah muhammad makki rahmatullah taala who used to celebrate miladun nabi and maulana gangohi was against that so people complained to you know haji imdadullah muhammad makki rahmatullah about this and then he wrote also risala to support about miladun nabi and people brought that risala and booklet to maulana gangohi that you oppose miladun nabi and your own shaykh he has written this risala to maulana gangohi what he did he took the risala and make in peace in front of the people and he said these things he should learn from us we are not going to learn from him then people complained to his shaykh that say you are so much proud of maulana gangohi that he is your disciple and he does not have any respect for you so he said you know understand this properly you know he is my shaykh and amir disciple do allah has made me my his shaykh but actually he is my shaykh and then he has made will that in india anybody who want to follow me they must follow him and maula qasim nanotwi because they are my representative in, in the land of india these people they insisted that the tasawuf must be pure and must be clean from all those bidah so if anybody has that tariqa which is based on the sunnah and and quran sunnah we don't mind that we only mind tariqa and, and, and tasawuf when tariqa and tasawuf they include those things which are bid'ah they are dancing because dancing never can allowed in this region and then all this sama'a and all those actually uh, poetry which basically most of them are exaggeration and some of them actually contain even words of shirk about the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam if anything like that that's no doubt bid'ah if we cannot stop them at least i would advise people don't attend those things don't go there for the enjoyment of the poetry don't attend there even if the set is something right it is better come to your house read the quran and be with the pious people but we don't attend those those assemblies is it clear can you repeat uh, repeat shaykh abdul qadir al-sukhari i mean you can copy it because i think if i repeat it will take a lot of time anyway let me repeat in arabic you know in in, in uh, translation do you want in arabic yeah he said that uh, action of the believer is to follow the sunnah and follow the jamaa and sunnah means sunnah that has been done the practice that is done by the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and jamaa means what has been agreed upon by uh, by the companions in the khilafa of al aimmat al arba four khulafa abu bakr umar uthman ali and then he said that one should never increase the number of the people of the bidah one should never come nearer to them and one should not salam to them wala yusallimu alayhim ghuniyatu talib ghuniyatu talibin who are sufis yeah. the thing basically is you know it needs faisal to organize the whole course on the history of sufism then i because it is sort of the thing i have been doing really for all my you know for, for 20 years work on that so i know you know the history of the tasawuf and their differences and this all the silsilas so it is very difficult to to make it but simple thing basically see people who 
who, you know, who think they, they are disconnected from the world, Zuhud and this and that. But actually, the thing is very difficult to describe them without detail because Sufism became now basically like a school, like identity belonging. It is not no more what used to be in the past. So there are so many bidas, you hardly you can find any Sufi really in this world, which they are pure from the bidah. Somehow they have some bidah. It is very difficult really, except really somebody who Allah can guide. So it is not really easy to describe because though the word Sufi, even Sufi word, we don't know where it comes from. Some people say it comes from Suf, wool, it's because they used to have woolen clothes, rough clothes, that's why they come Sufi. Some people say, no, it is coming from the Greek word, you know, Sophie, like, you know, you have philosophy, the so Sophie means wisdom. So it's coming from the wisdom because people used to have wisdom in the past and leave everything. So, you know, there are so many explanations for, 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 for this word. In the word, some people even say it's coming from Sufi, it could be mistake. It never can come from Sufi. And one of the problems for this Sufi is when they realize that in Islamic, in Muslim community, nothing can be accepted as, if you don't have chain, it's not of narration, chain of narration, so they invented their isnad, their, their own chain of narration. Otherwise, we know the Qadariya Sirsa start with Abdul Qadir Jilani. And Chishtiya start with Mawlidul Chishti or Mawlidul Chishti, Sheikh Mawlidul Chishti. And Naqshbandiya start with Khaja Bahadur Naqshband. And Shattariya start, you know, with the, uh, this man, Abdullah Shattar. So all this Sirsa, we know where they start. But every one of them trace back their genealogy of coming to Hassan Basri, to Ali Nabi Talib, to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And since they were not Muhaddathin, so when they invented those names, there's no link. So for example, Naqshbandiya Silsila, in two places it is broken. They say Abu Yazid al-Bistami, he got Khilafa from Jafar al-Sadiq. Abu Yazid was not even born when Jafar al-Sadiq died. And then they say Jafar al-Sadiq got Khilafa from Salman al-Farsi. He never met them. It's impossible for Jafar al-Sadiq to get Khilafa from, from, you know, from, from the Naqshbandiya Silsila. We have done research, we have written this down. The two places it is broken, it's impossible. And they say what? The golden chain of Naqshbandi order. If you see some Naqshbandi people, they print it and they say golden chain. This is not, this is not even, even chain from iron. How can we go? You know, it's really not, not connected. It is broken. Yeah. You said that scholars should make their position about position clear about Bida. Hmm. What about common people? How should they No, they should actually come to their ulama and ask them and follow them. So don't create problems in the mosque, don't you know, fight people, but learn from your ulama and follow them and be very careful. So don't follow people in the bidah, but don't oppose them as well, because in opposing them and fighting them, it creates a lot of problems. But one must know the bidah and must, must be very careful about that. Bidah is really it is something which can make your religion dirty. It's really very, very harmful. As I mentioned clearly, the ulama say if you do zina, if you commit zina, if you kill someone, if you do anything in Islam, it is better than doing any bidah. Bidah is so worse, so dirty. No, but you know, you have learned about from me about all those things. Don't come teachers because I'm really, I don't, we don't want to create a problem in the society. So for individual question like that, particular for your mosque, come to the imam, even to me, and ask and I answer the question. And then if you like, you can follow me. But otherwise, what happening? Many of these things will start discussion and argument. And one important thing we want really to keep Muslim community united. And there are so many other issues. So many of those is, is more questions. Don't you know? It is better if you don't ask me here. Yes. 
You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the prayer, one important thing, the prayer in the congregation in Jama'ah on the time. And then reading the Quran, and the of Allah and also some people say, getting up early morning in the pray, you know, prayer and asking Allah to help, so these things are more effective. And after that, you increase whatever you actually do. But most important thing is the prayer. The, do the prayer on the time in the congregation in the mosque. Don't, don't be lazy. To make your effort to attend the prayer in the mosque, and in the Jama'ah as much as possible. And you will see the barakah of that, inshallah. Uh, so, you mentioned that you uh, should go back to the Sunnah and, and uh, is, is following the Salaf, kind of Salafi way, is, is, that, is it something related to this? You know, Salaf and Khalaf both need to follow Quran and Sunnah. You know, no Salaf and no Khalaf got any, any, any proof from Allah that they, they are pure. Everybody needs to follow Quran and Sunnah. As I mentioned, somebody argued Imam Shafi and Imam Shafi asked what your evidence is. He said, Imam Malik said, Imam Shafi said, you and your Malik, both your teacher, both need evidence. So Salaf and Khalaf both must follow the Quran and Sunnah. Anybody who does not follow the Quran and Sunnah, we can find excuse for them, but we are not good. For, even Abu Hanifa, if he says something and we have clear proof that he is not from the Sunnah, we are not going to follow him. But though at the same time we find excuse for him, maybe he did not know something like that, we are not going to accuse him, but everybody needs to follow the Quran Sunnah. Quran Sunnah is the Imam. They are the criteria. Nothing criteria. Even the Sahaba, people say Sahaba, when they differ, they are not criteria. But we know that they are the best followers of the Prophet That we know. But whenever the Sahaba differ, still we ask our you know, evidence to come back to the Quran Sunnah. When they agree, as Abdul Qajilani says, then that actually is important thing. But when they disagree, then we have to find things which actually come from the Quran Sunnah. So Salaf and Khalaf both need Quran Sunnah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To help us create more content like this and more, please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can. Please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button. Jazakallahu khairan.